Good morning. Hello. <laughs> and um, so she is going to be part of my new series. Well, you know, this podcast started because I was saying I was bored. <laughs> and then I wanted to meet and just chit chat with friends and stuff. But um, the other thing was I was focusing on a group of people so who are important to me, like creatives, coffee shops, <laughs> and um, Christ-centered, because I'm a Christian, so I got to know my Christian friends a little more, so my three C's. So, but this next series I'm doing is with a lot of more creatives and coffee makers, because I have a passion project coming up, which is just talking to someone the other day, I'm like, <laughs> but I'm going to make a calendar for everyone um, who's listening, and at the end of the, hopefully in September, it'll be available, and a, uh, a percentage will go back to the Napa Valley Food Bank, and the calendar will feature 12 coffee shops here in the Napa Valley, which fantastic. 12, can you believe? There's fantastic. 12 here. <laughs> do tell, do tell. I know. Um, yeah, so... Your one, Molinari's, Ritual, um, and a lot of my podcast, too, is very supportive of local. Hey. I'm giving a quick hug to yeah. a dear friend. No worries. Good to see you, Anne. How are you? <laughs> and then um, Ritual, and I'm even going to try to get a hold of Java Hut. And is there a Java hut here? There's a Java hut, like, little kiosk off Silverado Trail, oh, and then okay. they have Java hut 2 in Yonville. Got it. And then I'm going to talk. So you're going, uh, you're going up Valley. Yeah, so from Napa to Calistoga, there's 12. Hold on. I'm in touch with Calistoga Roastery, trying to get a hold of Napa Valley Roasting Company. Did you know Stuart Sellers has a coffee shop? Or I did cafe? not. Yeah, in Yachtville on Washington. It's, a, it's called the Gather Cafe. Stuart's Gather Cafe. It's a really cute space. Awesome. Let's go check it out. And then there's Kelly's Provision Fuel, because they have coffee. And then, um, yeah, and a few others. So that's my goal. So, Irma, tell me about Southside. Why? Why, Why and where and how all that good stuff. Well, we've been staring, un unknowingly staring at Southside for the last almost nine years. Uh, this we, spot. This space. Um, uh, we are, we've been next door uh, with our catering business, Smoke Open Fire Cooking. Uh -huh. um, and that has been our commercial kitchen um, for our business, which uh -huh. is coming up on uh, 10 years this year. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, and um, last year... Uh, it was a year and a half ago. We, uh, the building, this uh -huh. entire center was uh, purchased uh, by new ownership. Uh -huh. And they were going to put an entire facelift on the building, which we were super excited about. Right. And the owner, Danny Rabb, approached uh -huh. us about uh, this particular space, which we always thought was a great, had great potential. Right. Uh, our neighbor for many years was a, a upholstery shop. Um, right. Do you remember that? Yeah. And um, 
one of the coolest aspects of the building was, you know, the architectural design. Yeah. Um, behind this wall, you can't, you can see it from the backside, our garage doors, which um, are closed right now. Right. Um, but um, had the potential of, you know, opening up for a space. Right. We decided to utilize a little bit more of, of the interior space. So still on the outside, you see the facade of the doors, which right. is really cool. Um, but anyway, we had an opportunity. Danny approached us about this space and uh, we saw what we were doing next yeah. door and, and thought we would be, you know, the natural tenants. And originally, we thought it would make a, a fantastic uh, coffee shop with some, you know, pastry right. to go. Um, but as we, you know, continue the planning process, uh, lots of friends and you right. know and and actually as we were searching for our coffee roasting partner yeah um, uh, Nick Cho he was like you guys need to do food yeah you guys are food people so and that's it's good food everybody <laughs> thank <laughs> you so I mean honestly you know it, yeah. it, it started with with the idea of the coffee as the focus um, and evolved into the cafe that it is now yeah. it's Super cute. Um, okay, so this is my. So when did you guys start? Open. You opened. We opened, believe it or not, on uh, May thirteenth. It was Friday the thirteenth. Last year. Last year. So it'll be a year soon. The year is coming up. Oh, we'd have to have to have a party. We must. We must have something, right? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have a lot of parties. We're gonna have some celebrations for our 10 year of smoke and right and definitely uh, we're going to celebrate uh, this this location uh, it has been phenomenal the, yeah. the the reception that we've you know had from the neighborhood right. and you know uh, our community yeah. and just you know people that have, have come to napa have just really um, it's been positive and it's been it's been so fulfilling for right. us you know, having had a small business here um, which you know the one of the biggest benefits of, of the cafe is that it's a brick and mortar where we actually have an opportunity to connect with people right um, more regularly face to face and it's, it's sort of an extension of who we are yeah. we really enjoy being with people we're very social so right. um, to have that opportunity you know, every day where I get to see more friends, you know, uh, we're very busy with our yeah. businesses and our family and um, just life in general. So it's, it's been I a real treat. I love how you guys are right there, though, that you can just come here and then yes, it's a nice Yes, our commercial kitchen being next door yeah. is, is, is what makes this work because it's yeah. a small space. Right. You, know, you can see our kitchen um, the preparation is, is very small, yeah. um, but you know sometimes good things come out of challenges. It's, yeah. it, it, it really allowed our chefs to come up with a creative menu mm -hmm. um, with the amount of space and the, the kitchen equipment we were using there. So um, I'm super proud of what they've you know developed. Yeah. Um, it's been I a definite collaboration place. with yeah. you know a really good strong group of culinarians and. You know, it, it, it represents what we do, yeah. California, with a touch of Latin influence. Yeah. Do you, um, so, for your catering, is Morgan the chef, or Morgan is a, a Morgan is the chef. 
um, chef owner. Um, we have uh, a team of chefs. We have um, an executive chef who's just coming back on board. Yay! Which we're thrilled about, Nathan Molina. And we have um, a team of uh, chefs, sous chefs, uh, Ryan Perez, and uh, uh, just a fabulous group. And then back here, do you have a sous chef or? We have a we have We have a. We have a wonderful team here at Southside. Um, it is led by um, our general manager, uh, Evan Dodge. Okay. Um, he is been... he the guy with the glasses? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Um, he's nice. He's, he's awesome. Evan has just been so valuable in this project. He's been, and he started with us from the planning process uh-huh. and um, has just been at the forefront of just leading this place with us. And, yeah. Uh, very happy to have him on board. And we just recently hired um, an assistant manager. Is that the girl? Nicole. Yeah, Nicole Driscoll. <laughs> and, um, and we have a fabulous um, kitchen manager who's leading the kitchen now. So, um, you know, that's uh, been a process. Nicole just joined us and uh, Josue um, uh, recently came on board as well. So the, the thing is, is there's been an evolution here right. in terms of, you know, how many guests we see every day and you know business is growing and it's it's steady so when you start you don't want to you know overestimate and you know get in a situation where you have too many staff members and so as the space has sort of evolved and gotten settled and and grown we've realized what our true needs are which um has sort of in itself, created a, a great team. Yeah, it's, um, and let us not forget our our talented group of baristas. Oh, I know. Our, open, so our nice. opening team was, you know, fabulous and have really, yeah. you know, worked hard because, as I said, you know, it's been it's been busier than we imagined. So, yeah. thank, love, thank you to them. Love Hannah and Tavia, and what's the voice? Max. Max. He's always around too. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Hannah's been with us from the start, as, yeah. as was Ta- Tavia, and, and Max is just, yeah. he's, a, he's a great guy. I love it, like, I'll come in, breakfast is hot or I'm like, oh, I don't know. They know your, they know your favorites, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But I love this case. Um, so when you guys open, everyone's like, oh, have you tried Southside? I'm like, no, I haven't yet, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I don't know how truthful I want to be with you, but, but I came. Go ahead, we're, just, we're having coffee chat. I know, we are. But I came and I was like, um, like, oh, I'm going to go try it. Because it looks cute and super sweet. And then my friend Mario took a picture in front of your, when you guys come, there's this wall of skulls and it's really cool. It's in what we call our makeout room. Yeah, it's this a really. Is, we're sitting in our makeout room right now. Or a little conference room. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But the makeout room. Yeah, it could be I makeout. just wanted it to be cozy. It and is cozy. The, the, the name makeout room just came out of um, a, a family member's home that yeah. they had this bedroom that had a cove. <laughs> and it just, it's cozy, you yeah. know? And it's just, it's where you want to get sort of cozy and quaint and, and just chat. And the wallpaper is super special. Um, it is from a company called Street Anatomy, uh-huh. and it's like a piece of artwork to me. It's beautiful. Um, and the, the sugar skull um, figures on it, um, you know, you, you think it's representing, you know, Latin culture, which right. it does, Day of the Dead, but, yeah. um, but the company who, who created it, everything they do has to do with anatomy, skulls, right. you know, um, all, you know, parts of hearts, bodies. Yeah, parts yeah. of bodies, so... I just think it's, it's, it's I love it. Cool it's, like, it's an impact wall. It is. It's a, it's a great 
you know, place to, to take a snapshot, yeah. a selfie, and Instagram. Yeah, so Mario would sit here and he'd take a picture. I'm like, oh, I'll go, I'll go look at it. But I came, and, um, and at the time I was drinking mochas. <laughs> I was drinking mochas, and I had a mocha, and I'm like, no, it's all right. I don't think I'll. I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I don't think I like it very much. And then, um, and then my other friend, I think it was Adam. He's from Seattle, and um, he had lived. He and his family lived here for at the time before they moved back. And he thought, "Oh, you should go try it. It's a really good coffee." And I said, "Oh, all right. I'll drink their black coffee and give them another drink." <laughs> I know, and I did. I came back and I had an iced coffee, and I'm like, hmm, it's really good coffee. So your coffee choice is what brought me. I think for me, the mocha um, it's a little too sweet for me here. Mm -hmm. I just drink coffee. And no, she used to be offended. I drink black coffee everywhere else. I don't drink mocha no anymore. Worries, no worries. That's what you realize. You're yeah. not a mocha drinker anymore. Yeah. Have you tried our Mexican hot chocolate? Oh, yeah. I don't like Mexican hot chocolate oh. or Mexican coffees. It's the cinnamon thing. Got it. I can't do it. Got it. I'm a purist. I grew up with Mexican hot chocolate. Yeah. So for me, that was an important piece of yeah. what we were going to serve here. Something unique that represented yeah. us. And something similar to the Ibarra hot chocolate I grew yeah. up on. So it resonates with me. And I'm happy that, yeah. you know. Uh, no, those who like I, it, I think are are, are really happy with it. Yeah, fans. yeah. So I gave you guys a chance, and then I started coming here more. And it's, it was actually a good space because um, my kids go to first, and once a month, our a group of moms, I would say, "Hey, you guys want to go have coffee?" And usually, if it's rainy and weather is bad, we um, we would go to the shed over off. Um, the freeway, but then went, oh, let's go to Southside, so we started coming here, and then, anyways, I hang out here at least once a week, <laughs> ever since then, once a week, or on my way out to get coffee, because if I have a wedding out in Sonoma, and I need coffee, it's on my way right, to get coffee, iced coffee, usually, but, um, well, that coffee was definitely important to us, yeah. and when we, you know, were searching for the right partner, right, um, so yeah. who do you have coffee with? Our, our roasting partners are Wrecking Ball. Roasters. And they're out of the city. They're out of San Francisco. Their um, cafe is uh, in Cal Hollow, and uh -huh. it's owned by Nick Cho and Chris Lafayette. Uh -huh. And they're just a fabulous team. Um, we really wanted to work with people who were experts in the industry. Right. Um, but more importantly, um, you know, anything we get behind anything that's a part of what we do is um, is is gotta be something that we enjoy as well right. that we feel confident about um, right. representing and definitely hits all the marks I mean we, we, we tried um, a lot of the you know third wave uh, right. coffee roasters and by far this was our favorite and a lot of that had to do with the weight of the coffee right you know we really enjoy a medium roast mm -hmm. uh, we don't want a light roast or dark roast, right. um, it's just, you know, done it's really good. well, yeah, and um, they're great people, you know, that's another part of, you know, for us, it's, it's relationships, yeah, I want to enjoy 
working with that I do business with, right. you know, it's important to Morgan and I, and, and I think we saw that in them too. Yeah. You know, that's important to them. So it's been a it's been a great partnership, and they've been extremely supportive in you know in every aspect of the coffee program here, from training to. Um, working with us, you know, on the right equipment right. and um, just, you know, sharing their knowledge. Um, so it's kind of a new, new area for us to, to grow in. You know, right. we've got the food and the hospitality down, and and now we're yeah. we're learning and enjoying, you know, the the coffee yeah. aspect. I, I definitely drink a lot of coffee. What I like about this one. Um, it sits well in your tongue. It just that makes sense. That's a really sounded funny. It, like it just sits. It doesn't feel like a film. It doesn't feel heavy. Nicely and it just balanced. tastes yeah. good. Yeah. It's really yummy. Then gold. We were successful in our choice. <laughs> and it's such a good gathering place. Well, that's that's key. Yeah. That's definitely key. Um, is we wanted a place for you know people in the community, people in the neighborhood. There there isn't. Yeah. A place. For you know um, the locals in this neighborhood to really right. meet and gather. So, you know, in addition to you know being available for breakfast and lunch, we right. have, um, as you know, our um, fried chicken Fridays. I know. I keep missing it. I keep missing it. Um, I'm just gonna see if we can get one of a Hannah. Can you flip the record? Awesome. Um, that's been a fun piece. Uh, for the cafe is our record player. People seem to love it. Yeah, my husband loved it. I like, love it too. You know, like, I'm pulling out new, you know, new old albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, uh, I think we were here around Christmas, and you had a Charlie Brown. Oh yeah. Record classics, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And my kids are like, what's that? <laughs> oh my god. And my husband's like, oh dear. Because <laughs> he's a music guy. He, he loves music. Um, so, have you always been here in Napa? No. Where are you from? I'm a Bay Area native, San Francisco uh, native, um, born and raised there. Uh, left uh, a couple of times, uh, once uh, for college, Sac State, and then um, I spent a few years in Australia. Oh, fun. Years. Years. Almost what four did years. What you there? Um, I worked. I dined. I traveled, I enjoyed wine, and um, I really developed a passion for food and wine there. I lived in Melbourne. Right. Um, I worked in a couple of IT companies. Uh -huh. I had a contract position with Microsoft, and then rolled um, into a position with another IT company. Um, and just honestly, I mean, the lifestyle I was able to create there based on, you know, the type of work I was doing and the right. money I was making um, really afforded me a chance to enjoy what Melvin had to offer and, right. um, you know that really it really stuck with me it really yeah. spoke to me I think I've always been someone who likes to be out and be social right and um, the coffee scene the, the food and wine scene there was you know amazing in fact it continues to be you know I just I just received a, a book from a friend who I met in Australia last night um, and he sent me a, a, a killer book of, about Melbourne. It just makes me want to go back. Um, Are you, do you think you will soon? Or I, is it on I, the horizon? It's, I, I think it's on the near horizon because, um, you know, a lot of uh, people that we have met and talked to, you know, mm -hmm. um, they've, they've sort of 
categorize our style of cafe as sort of a, there's a term out there in the coffee world, like a, a, a um, Australian style cafe, right. where there's a, a balance between the coffee and the food and the levels of importance mm-hmm. that you put into both. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it definitely makes me, you always find inspiration in what you do. You know, right. we, we went to Southern California, we went to LA last week for a little bit of research and development. And, um, met up with Nick Cho, our, our coffee roasting right. partner, and spent the day just, you know, checking out places right. um, that we could gain inspiration from because you always want to, you know, enhance what you're already doing. Right. Um, and there's so much to learn and so much to, you know, to, to gain from. So that's funny that you mentioned Australia because, um, so I have an Instagram, Meet Me for Coffee Instagram. Meet Me for Coffee podcast on Instagram. And then when I started, I would just post photos of coffee or whatever, anything related to coffee. But I have a lot of followers from Australia. Isn't that funny? And when I say a lot, I don't really have a lot of followers, but a majority of my followers are from (laughs) Australia. (laughs) Aussies like their coffees and their cafes. Oh, man. I think I must... That's the one place I haven't visited yet. I've been to New Zealand. I've been to the Philippines because that's where my family's from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, Australia is one of those places like I want to go. Can I go? When shall we go? I need you know, a passport. I, I honestly, I mean, we we've done a lot of travel that has you know um, just allowed us to enjoy our passion, uh-huh. you know, ca- cafe lifestyle, food and wine. We, um, we've traveled to South America, we've you know, been to France. Hi, honey. Hi. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've gone to Australia, Morgan and I, before children, but um, the travel didn't stop us to going to South America with kids, but with Australia, you're going to a place where I want the kids to be able to, like, enjoy the beach right. scene, you know, and be able to just, you know, be more uh, mobile. And, right. Uh, so I want you know I'm sure they'll be more active and um, so I sort of thought I'd want them to be a little bit older because we're we're getting there I think we're yeah. we're about there so if we don't go this year I have a strong feeling it will be next year yeah because it's definitely um, like when we went to New Zealand we had my daughter uh huh and then um, but she was easy she was how two she was two. We did a lot of adventures still with her, sure. but then in Australia, I always think it's, it's also quite active, so you need to, like, go to beach, and yeah, they need to be more, a little bit more independent for us to do right. things. I just want them to remember it, too, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I want them to be... So you traveled around. How'd you meet Morgan? I met Morgan when I first thought of coming to the valley to work. So when I came back from my experience in Australia, I wanted to live in a place where food and wine was important. Right. Um, so, I mean, San, How long ago San that? Francisco. So that was um, 2001. Okay. Um, so, yeah, San Francisco was definitely an option, right? Right. But I've been there, you know. I'm just sort of thinking of something new. Yeah. Um, and uh, also considered um, the East Bay, Oakland. There's okay. an amazing food scene there, too. Right. Um, and Napa, of course. Napa's always been in my backyard. But, um, you know, when you're younger or just new to Napa, you're, you do the usual stops and the usual things. And, um, so I decided I would take 
you know, my experience and and look into hospitality in the Napa Valley. And so that brought me to my first temp job at Cake Bread uh, Wine Cellars, and I met Morgan that day. And what was he doing? He was actually walking, uh, showing his grandmother around. He was basically. Uh, in his last sort of week at Cake Bread, uh-huh. and so he thought he'd give her a little tour to tasting before he left. Okay. And, um, and what did he do at Cake Bread? He was the sous chef. Okay. Sous chef under uh, Brian Streeter, and um, he was getting ready to um, to start his uh, winery chef position at uh, Franciscan Estates, which uh-huh. is uh, part of Constellation now. Um, and you know. Uh, yeah, I saw someone I liked, and, um, and so he was walking his grandma, and you're like, he's a cute one. <laughs> definitely, definitely thought that, um, and uh, I don't think uh, we would be here today if it wasn't for his grandmother, because she was actually the one who sort of nudged us a little bit and said, said, you look like a nice young lady. Why don't you write your phone number down here? Oh, that's so funny. Oh, Grandma. She was a matchmaker. That is hilarity. So uh, we didn't actually uh, go out right away. We eventually had a first yeah. date um, in the East Bay. We were He was living in Calistoga, and I was in the Bay Area still. And right. we met up in the East Bay uh, at Cesar's, okay. uh, the tapas restaurant, next to Chez Eat. That was your first date? That was our first date. Look at that. You still remember. How long ago was that? 2001. 15 years ago? Whoa. It was, um, I think our, our first date was November 14th. My daughter was almost born on the 14th. That was her due date, but she she's stubborn, so she came late. That's so funny. <laughs> Morgan, if you ever listen to this, she remembered your first day date. I'll never forget it. So cool. And then, um, well, that's a big commute. You were still in the city. And, yes, and at that time. working up and here at Cake Bread. No, I, I was just temping that one. Temping. I actually had, after we oh. met, I got a job in the, in the South Bay. And then even, that didn't work out. And eventually I came back and started working here in Napa. Okay. Until like, we were engaged and got married. And, and here we are. I know. And how long before you guys got married? Um, I, we got engaged in... Um, in 2002, about a year later, yeah. got engaged in December, and then um, too many of my girlfriends were getting married, so we sort of waited to get married a little bit more. So we got married in two, 2004. Okay. And then, um, so too many is, weddings, you know what that's like, so everybody gets married at the same time. Yeah. So this is probably where my photography wedding, I'm like, now I really want to know your story. Oh, uh, uh, my wedding photographer who is was it? amazing. Her name is um, Anna, um, and she has ultra-spected photography. She's now in Livermore, but um, Anna Vickeroy, she is amazing. And she's taken, like, our family photos since we got married. You know, this is, yeah. this is how we are. We, yeah, relationship. Relationship. Right. Um, and um, even if that means that I had to drive to Livermore or <laughs> she's right. had to come to Napa. Right. But, um, you know, it just it feels right. And so... Yeah. Um, we just were like family by the end of the wedding. And her husband um, was our DJ. Oh, super fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then for, um, so you guys got married, and 
she get married here in the valley? We didn't. Where did you get married? We got married in the peninsula. Um, we got married uh, at a beautiful church in San Mateo, and then my sister lived in San Mateo, so she has a beautiful home there, and um, we just styled out her backyard. And Was it a huge wedding? Not huge. It was um, about 90 guests. Oh, it was comfortable. That's a nice... It was comfortable. Yeah. It felt like... Intimate. It felt so. intimate. I felt like I got to, you know, speak to everybody, and we got to, you know... Have our, well, I mean, we're, we're two, we have big families, so, yeah. you know, just between us with our siblings and their spouses and their kids, yeah. we have, I'm one of five, Morgan's one of six. Whoa. So, it was kind of our closest, and yeah. then, you know, people that were in our life and had been in our life for a long time, right. our best friends, and. That's how weddings should be, because I've done a lot of weddings. I think my favorite ones are when uh, they're not crazy big. And that it's the people, like when I see the bride and my brides and grooms being able to know each of their guests and not wonder, like, who's that? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just your photographer taking pictures. I don't know. But I love it when they say, oh, Roar, this is my grandma. This is my aunt who, like, watched this, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it it's a different feel yeah. to a wedding. And then, um, who catered? Did Morgan do some of the food? Believe it or not, we had uh, no. He didn't. He um, we we hired his uh, friend who Morgan started his culinary career in Ashland, Oregon, uh-huh. and um, his friend um, Morgan Starr, who was Morgan's first culinary um, job. He was at a restaurant um, in in Ashland. And his dishwasher, who now is the chef in his own right. Oh, my goodness. Who has restaurants in Hawaii on the Big Island. Um, we flew him out. So it was special. It was yeah. Cool, you know? And so they worked on the menu together. And yeah. We always, you know, come together creatively. What do we, how do we want this to be? You know, family style. You know, yeah. What kinds of food are we going to serve? Which wines are we going to serve? Right. Who we, what special wine are we going to put on, you know, our brother-in-law Stan's table? Right. You know, they like Zins, you know. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And there yes. had to be rosé. Yeah. <laughs> We're big rosé drinkers. And then... Um, so you guys are married, and when did you, I know you're going to be celebrating 10 years with Smoke, but what, what prompted that? You guys always know you wanted your own catering, white catering, not a brick and mortar restaurant. You know what, the, the, the catering business um, definitely was, was uh something that we decided because it was the right thing for our family. Right. You know, with catering, you are, you know, you have your season where you're extremely busy. Um, but what Morgan realized, even when he was a winery chef, was, um, you know, at the winery, there was some downtime when, like, Christmas and, you know, versus a restaurant where you're open, doesn't matter if it's a holiday. Right. So with catering, you still have that opportunity where, you know, if we, you can, you can say no, you can block out a time, you can take a vacation with your family, you know, having two little kids when we started the business. Right. Actually, it was... Yeah, Francisco was just born. Um, we started smoke in '08, essentially, and, and, and my son Francisco was just born. And that's about when you start to need, you know, I two little ones, and I yeah. was at the, when we first started was still working. 
um, I realized we needed a little more flexibility. So then we both went into the business and both feet, even both feet and even not if you're, looking back. No, I mean you know that every business has its uh, its uh, its challenges. But you, like I said about here, you know when yeah. a challenge should be met with, you know what what can we do? And by being a team, right, that has sort of allowed us to you know have strength yeah. together. And you know when one maybe felt you know challenged or maybe the urge to give up, the other one sort of yeah. came up with the, the ideas and, you know, yeah. it's just supporting one another and, and knowing we can do it together. I really, yeah, I think that's a, I love that it's just, it's really one big, it's not like, here's smoke, here's the coffee shop, separate, it's like, no, the, the, the cafe, the cafe has been nothing but it's a It's an extension of who you guys are. And the fact that right now, you know, the cafe closes at 3 o'clock. Right. Um, you know, it still allows us to, you know, be a family in the evening. Right. We still have, and still run another business that has dinners and, you know, evening right. events. So. What's the plan for Southside? The plan for Southside. Okay, first, I really love the greenery that you guys Thank are you. growing Thank out there. You. I think that's going to be... Stages, everything in yeah. stages. And then I love that you guys have put the um, sales. The shade sales. The shade sales. That made a huge difference. And I love how you guys have the new bikes for the neighborhood to come and ride their bikes here. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, um, this is a great um, uh, area for cyclists as they're, right. you know, um, heading up uh, Old Sonoma Road, going into Carneros yeah. and such, um, or just someone in the neighborhood riding their bike here. Right. Um, so we have some plans to put an outdoor structure. Uh -huh. It'll still be open, but the roof will be covered, and um, it'll allow us to protect, you know, let a little sunlight in, but still allow some, you know, some light in, um, but protect us from the elements. And so taking down the shades, though? We're going to take down the shades, though. Beautiful as they are, um, you know, you sort of live in a space for a while, and then you figure out how to, how to update it and change it so that it suits your needs. I think that would be great. Yeah. Because there's still... Depending on where you sit, you might still you still get sun. In your oh, face. for sure, and the, the 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 cover on top will have um, will have openings so that right. sunlight will still come in, but right. you won't be you know. Right now, you sort of have to play a little game out there. Where, <laughs> right. Okay, is the shade sail got? Do I am I covered? Um, but um, the other really cool thing that we're developing is a future. Um, uh, we're deciding on what we're calling it, but it's probably going to be a suppers at Southside. So you know how we're doing the fried chicken Fridays. Right. So we're going to start with maybe the third Friday of the month uh, in April or May. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a Friday night offering. So we're open usually um, till um, uh, till 7 p.m. extended right. hours. Um, and so, but those evenings will be different uh, food offerings. So it won't be the fried chicken. That'll still be the first Friday of every month. Right. Oh. But people keep asking us to, you know, are you going to open in the evenings? Yeah. And again, just trying to to do it in a way that still works for your family, for our family, and and for our team. Right. And you know, this works great as a breakfast lunch place, and it, and it definitely has appeal for the evening. Yeah. But um, I think for now, the Friday offering here at this location is is the right thing to do next. Yeah, and I think that will be good. You don't want to overextend yourself. 
And if you keep it, personally, I love that you have fried chicken Fridays, even though I have not participated because I keep missing it. But now I still want to do it, right? Yes, well, so. let's see. The next one is just right around the corner. I know. You know, so. I get these emails. I'm like, oh, you got to do it. And then I don't do it. And I got to do it. Oh. It's a constant battle that Wednesday before the Friday. Well, if, you, if you're if you on social media, we always send little reminders. But the next one will be April 7th. So the last day to order, because it's all done online, is the 5th by um, 3 p.m. So, see, 3 p.m. I always thought it was at noon. It, it, technically, it has been noon, but we wanted to give people a little bit more time, so we're extending it till 3. Okay, because, thank so you. So think noon, so that I you know. get it in by 3. Yeah, it's at noon. <laughs> Oh, that'll make me feel better, because I'm like, oh, darn it, it's 2 o'clock, I missed it. That's usually what happens, like, every month for the past four months. I'm like, oh! And, you know, we always um, have, you know, 10 to 15 extra buckets on hand the day of, so you can always do a walk-in, but, you know, we just can't guarantee. I know. Because they go. I know. Oh, I know her. <laughs> so we'll like, get you. We'll get you. Or I can make sure you get a bucket. I sat there this past month, I'm like, Oh man, it's Friday. Do you think I can still get it? It's 4.15. If we get there by 4.45, I wonder if they'll still have it. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Darn it. But, um, yeah. Thank you for being on my podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you for your time and letting me get to know you. I ask a lot of questions. So random. All good. All good. And stuff. Happy but, to share. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad you guys opened here. A lot of people have been asking. Oh, I had, I'm, when I told people I'm meeting up with Irma at Southside and just chit chatting, can you find out if they're going to open one up? Up in the north side. <laughs> like, that would be great because the north side does not have a coffee shop. We'll see what the future holds. We'll see what the future holds. But I'm happy to hear that people would would embrace uh, a second location. Yeah. Maybe when your older one on six band, sixteen, go take charge of that. Side. But honestly, oh, yeah, she's, for she's ready. She's ready to take charge. For anyone, this north side does need a coffee shop because there isn't one. The next one. Now it's Yonko. Sure. I think it's the next one. But before that, there was nothing. Anyways. Well, thank, thank you, you for making the jaunt here. Yeah. It's not On the south side. I know. I love it. I live in the middle, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. And everyone, thank you. I hope you enjoyed our time getting to know Irma and Southside. And if you're here in Napa, come see them. They are, what's your address? 2770, Old Sonoma Road. We're right off Old Sonoma Road. It's a great location. Near the Lola's Market and across from Smoke, open fire cooking, and now um, uh, new yoga studio, Zenlock. Oh, that's right, new yoga studio. And it's just good coffee and delicious food, everyone. All right, so as always, hope you enjoy this. Put down your phone, step away from your computer, go meet a friend for coffee at one of your local coffee shops and support local business owners. Thanks everyone, bye.